This is Sean Mandoli, and you're listening to the Hopeland Church Podcast. I hope you encounter God and walk in new levels of freedom as a result of listening to this message. Enjoy. What's up, Hopeland Church? We are ready to get into the Word today. So this is Joy Part 3. I'm going to pray Uh, And then we will get in our Bibles today. Um, So hope you enjoyed our worship. And uh, yeah, once again, please share this. Send this to somebody. Invite somebody in. Tag them something. Um, And I really believe this is going to encourage some people today in talking about the joy of the Lord. So uh, let's do this. Father, we thank you for your word. And we pray in the name of Jesus that you speak to us that Jesus is revealed to us, and that we are changed into his image. Uh, Lord, thank you for your word. Lord, and we uh, honor and respect your holy word. And God, I pray that we are able to listen, to hear, and to receive the truth of your word today into our soul. In Jesus' name, and everybody said amen. All right, here we go, folks. Uh, I know you guys enjoyed last week. No dad jokes today. Um, didn't go over too well last week. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I think people liked it. Maybe we'll revisit that next week. But um, let's dive right in, okay? I'm just going to jump right in and just give you the first point today, which is joy is a promise from God. I just really want to talk about that today. I'm going to say it again. Joy is a promise from God. This is in the scripture. Uh, joy um, is all in the Old Testament. Um, it is obviously associated with God's presence, um, and, 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 and a few places, but it's also associated with, uh, from the Old Testament perspective, the coming of the Messiah that, uh, because of the Messiah, the, the anointed one coming that, 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 that comes with joy. Okay. And so uh, we're going to just kind of look at that and, and see that not only was it a promise to the Jewish people or to all of humanity, really, from the Old Testament, but it is a promise in the word for you. This is a promise, okay? So this um, is worth looking at, studying, getting to know, and receiving from God. Why? Because it's a promise. This is something God has promised to us. So I just want to look at that in context of today's message, okay? That this is a promise. So God promised it. And um, we can uh, hang our faith on the promises of God. We can can trust that joy is a reality of the believer because God has promised it to us. This This is a promise. This is... Something. This is, if you will, this is a benefit of being a Christ follower. This is part of the kingdom that we've received. The Bible says, I'm going to go into some verses here, but these are just coming to me in my spirit as I'm talking here, but um, that the kingdom of God is not eating and drinking, but it is. The kingdom is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. When you give your heart to Jesus, when you 
have an encounter with God, when you come to know Jesus, joy comes with him, right? So this, when we say, you know, the, the Lord's prayer, right? Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. What, what are we saying? Righteousness, peace, and joy of the Holy Spirit come. Joy come. When we say kingdom come, we're saying joy come. When Jesus is speaking of the kingdom in the gospels, when, 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 the, when we read so much in the New Testament concerning what is the kingdom, a promise of receiving the kingdom of God, being in the kingdom of God, is joy, okay? So let's look at some verses now. Um, but let's say, before I go to those verses, let's say this together. Say joy is a promise from God. Say it again with me. Say it again. Say joy is a promise from God, okay? So Luke chapter two, verse 10. This is the angel speaking of the incarnation, Jesus coming, right? And, and, you know, we, we celebrate this verse a lot during Christmas and there's songs, you know, joy to the world, right? But here it is, uh, Luke chapter two, verse 10. Then the angel said to them, do not be afraid for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. Jesus, the promise of the Messiah, it, it, it's joy. I mean, joy is here. Um, like, like we said last week, does that mean I'm always feeling it? No. Does that mean that I always, um, I'm in this constant state 24-7 of, of, of giddiness? No. Does that mean I'm always going to feel happy? Nope. But the word of God says that Jesus has brought great joy for all people. So joy is a promise and it is a reality of the Christian life, okay? So if you go in the Old Testament, you can go into Isaiah, just Isaiah alone, and all the of the messianic prophecies, prophecies of Jesus coming. They're, 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 a lot of them are associated with joy. You're gonna find joy or rejoicing in there when he's speaking to the Jewish people, right? And he's, you know, and he, he's prophesying that that the Messiah is coming, and there's there's so many in, in Isaiah alone. Uh, messianic prophecies. It's it's ridiculous how many times he prophesied of Jesus coming. And um, they're, they're associated with joy. They're, they're, there's joy coming. I mean, in God, the joy of the Lord, Messiah's coming, forgiveness of our sins. The, the Lamb of God is going to, uh, uh, you know, wash away our sins. And, uh, you know, he, he's going to save us. He's going to come. He's, you know, the chastisement of our peace is upon him. He was bruised for our iniquities. I mean, all this stuff about this, this you know, in, in the context of where they were chronologically, like when they hear about that, I mean, that is joy. Okay, that is, that is joy. So in Isaiah 29, Verse 17 to 24, this, this section of scripture, it's like a messianic um, prophecy of Christ, like what is gonna happen. I'm not gonna read all of that, okay? But I, I'm literally um, just gonna read one verse in there, okay? In Isaiah 29, uh, verse 19. But this is a messianic prophecy of what God has promised humanity through Christ. Once again, you know, the, the messianic promise, promises or messianic prophecies are as something that God has promised humanity through Christ and joy is up in there. All right. So let's turn to our Bibles here. Isaiah 29 
Verse 19, speaking of Jesus coming, the humble also shall increase their joy in the Lord, okay? And the humble also shall, it's a prophecy, this shall happen for the humble. They shall increase their joy in the Lord. So Isaiah's prophesying, this day is coming where the humble shall increase their joy in the Lord. And the poor, right? He came to preach the gospel to the poor. So, and the poor among men shall rejoice in the Holy One of Israel. All right, joy ought to be up in our life, in the rhythm of our life, in our relationships, in our worship, in our local church community, in the, in the study of the word, in our prayer life, in our coming and going, in our leisure time. Like th this is a reality of a Christian because of Jesus. I'm going to read it again. Isaiah 29, 19. The humble shall increase their joy in the Lord and the poor among men shall rejoice in the Holy One of Israel. All right? So, so joy is yours by virtue of divine promise. Okay? It is a promise. A promise is something that God has said or declared through His Word, through a prophecy, something God has said, what God has said, what He said He will do, He will do. Okay? God is not a man that He should lie. If God said it, it is true, and it is a promise, and God does not lie, and his word will not return void, but it will accomplish that which he sent. And so when Jesus is the subject of the conversation, joy is up in there, okay? Joy is part of it. This, this is what God has brought us. This is what he died for us to receive. Like, like, like you know, life isn't always easy. Life is hard sometimes. Um, but praise the Lord, we got a promise, and that promise is joy, folks. It's not from this world. It's not even as the result of happenings um, in this world, okay? I understand we get happy when good things happen. Praise the Lord, right? That's normal. But I'm here to tell you right now, there's a joy from Jesus, from God, that is from Him. It is part of His nature. It is a promise from God. It is spiritual. It is supernatural. And we have access to it in Christ. Why? Because God has promised it. It says in the word here, but the humble also shall increase their joy in the Lord. 1 Peter 4.13. 1 Peter 4.13. When, when, when Jesus is the subject of the conversation, right? Uh, joy is there. When, when Jesus is up in the mix, joy is there with Joy is part of it, the joy of the Lord. So check it out. But rejoice to the extent that you partake of Christ's sufferings, that when his glory is revealed, that when his glory is revealed, see, you're going through some stuff now, but when his glory is revealed, you're, you're, you're being faithful when it's painful, but his glory will be revealed. Um, you're, you're, you're doing what you know to do, even though it doesn't feel good doing it. And when his glory is revealed, it's not easy right now, but his glory will be revealed. This is a promise. Um, you know, I'm going through some things right now. I can't quite figure out how this is all going to work out. Uh, but his glory shall be revealed. 
And it says that when his glory is revealed, you may also be glad. That you may also be glad. He's talking about sufferings now. He's talking about trial right here. And he says that you also shall be glad with exceeding joy. When you talk about Jesus, you're talking about joy. When, when Jesus shows up, joy shows up. When we're in his presence, joy is there. When, we're, uh, when, when, when we seek him and we find him, guess what else we find? We find joy. All right? Praise the Lord. And so um, it's a promise. Once again, folks, the joy of the Lord is a promise from God. It is a promise. It is a promise. It is a promise. God promised it. God promised it. God promised it. All right. And so here in Isaiah, I'm going back to Isaiah now, Isaiah 29, 19. But right here, it says the humble shall increase their joy in the Lord. And this is very interesting. Just the description of uh, speaking of Christ, the gospel, Jesus coming, uh, the savior coming, the savior of the world, the, the, the anointed one. And, and in that context, he's saying that speaks of two types of people or two people Two people here, it says the humble and the poor, okay? The humble and the poor. And so the humble and poor, this is very interesting, this, this Hebrew word, okay, for humble and poor, all right? It just doesn't mean like, um, it doesn't necessarily mean humility alone, like, oh, they're just, they come humble before the Lord. And I want to read this from my notes. I want you to, I want you to get this here. This, this is what it's, this is where joy is and who joy is for, okay? Um, so here are my notes. The humble and poor are those that have been afflicted, have been oppressed, or those that have been done wrong by those in power. That, 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 that's what it's talking about here, okay? It's talking about those that are in a situation. The, the humble and the poor, it's like the outside circumstances have maybe caused a situation in these people's lives, all right? It's those that are subjected to trial, like they are in it. Has anybody out there ever just been in a mess, been in some stuff, right? So this is interesting though. It just doesn't mean that this word, these, these words, humble poor, just don't mean the situation, like humble circumstances, or a poor situation, or, you know, it just doesn't, it, it means that, it means to be afflicted, that, that there is pressure, this, they're, they're oppressed, oppressed people in a given context, okay? But it's promising that joy will increase for these people, and that those that are the, the poor among men shall rejoice, joy, rejoice. And it, this word also means that through the trial, these people continue to honor God. So it, it not only means uh, that they're in a situation, but it also means they were, are responding favorably to God while in the situation, okay? So it speaks of what is happening to them, oppression, but also how they're responding to it, meekness. I'm going to say this again, okay? This is very important, okay? Because we're all, we all go through things, but this joy here, this promise is given to those that are in unfavorable situations, but yet they respond 
correctly in it, okay? So really, and this is a word, we don't maybe hear this a lot in our certain Christian circles and stuff, but this word humble, this word poor means virtuous suffering, meaning I am going through something, but I continue to give God praise. I am in pressure, but I choose to press into God. I am suffering, but I continue to respond in a way that keeps my heart open to the Lord. I, 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 I am in a, a, in a place of being rejected, but I refuse to get offended. I am, uh, you know, I am in tribulation and affliction, but I choose to keep my heart pure. And so that's what this means. It's virtuous suffering. It's, I'm in a trial, but I'm remaining humble before the Lord. So here it is. How we respond in trials really matters. That's what this tells us. It matters, folks. Now, it doesn't mean we're gonna respond perfectly, but I'm telling you right now, um, I'm telling you right now that the trial you're in, the pressure you're in, it is a test. It is a test and how we keep our heart pure, how we keep, we might not understand it all, but man, I'm gonna continue to worship. I don't understand what's happening, uh, but I'm not gonna allow myself to get offended and bitter with God or other people. I'm gonna keep my heart pure. I'm gonna keep my heart with all diligence for out of it flows the issues of life. So, so here is the point. Joy is for you in the here and now. It is for you in the here and now. But here, can I challenge you a little bit this morning? How you respond in that trial matters. How you respond in that trial matters. We learn, we need to learn to how, we need to learn how to walk through affliction um, virtuously, <laughs> right? Come on now, here it is. Here's another uh, messianic prophecy, okay? Concerning joy and Jesus coming. What, and, and here it is, Isaiah 61, verse seven. Let me read this quickly. Isaiah chapter 61, verse seven. Instead of your shame, you shall have double honor. And instead of your confusion or shame as well, that could also mean shame. Instead of your confusion or shame, they shall rejoice, rejoice in their portion. Therefore, in their land, they shall possess double honor everlasting joy shall be theirs. Everlasting joy shall be theirs, okay? And so here it is. My next point is this. Lay hold of joy now, okay? Why, don't feel it, but hey, lay hold of what? Because promises are something we lay hold of, okay? The Bible says through faith and patience, we inherit the promises. You gotta lay hold of that stuff, all right? Promises are given. Promises are given by God, but we got we to gotta grab a hold of that. We got to lay hold of those promises. Come on now. We got to do, as Paul said in Philippians, I have laid hold of that which has laid hold of me. I mean, you got you to gotta grab it. You got to grab that joy, okay? You got you to gotta put down the offense, put down the, 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 the sin, put down the perversion, put down the, um, the, 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 the weights, the cares, put down the anxiety, put down the depression, put down the fear, put all that down and pick up some joy. Lay hold of joy now. It is a promise, but you got to lay hold of it. I said, you got to lay hold of it. It's not always easy, but lay hold of it. Come on now, uh, lay hold of those promises. Um, lean into that promise. Believe God for that promise, all right? 
believe God. Here it is. Here's another one. Here's another one out of Isaiah. Isaiah 51 verse 11. Let me read this quickly. Isaiah 51 11. So the ransomed or the redeemed of the Lord shall return. Come on. This is prophecy of Christ and come to Zion with singing with everlasting joy on their heads. Everlasting meaning it's not going to go away. It is not going to go away. Joy is not you. We cannot, um, from God's perspective, he's given it. It is everlasting. Uh, there's multiple verses in the scripture that speak of joy being everlasting. It's an eternal. It is an eternal um, thing. It is of God. It is divine. And, 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 and we can lay hold of it. All right. And it says they shall obtain joy. That means to reach out with your hand. Reach out with your hand, okay? Um, they shall obtain joy and gladness. Obtain it. Obtain it. Lay hold of it. Thank you, Lord, for joy. Sorrow and sighing shall flee away. All right? Lay hold of it. Obtain. Reach out with your hand. Able to get. Can get. It's not out of reach. I'm telling you, joy of the Lord. The joy of the Lord is not out of reach. You can lay hold of it. It's a promise. It's a promise. God isn't hiding it from you. God is not keeping it from you, but lay hold of it with by faith. Lay hold of joy by faith. Lay hold of it. Lay hold of joy now, right now. Lay hold. Thank you, Lord, for the joy of the Lord. The joy of the Lord is my strength. Thank you, Lord. Everlasting joy shall be upon my head. I shall come to Zion singing. Rejoice. As, as the book of Philippians says, I believe, rejoice. And again, I say rejoice. Hallelujah. Lay hold of joy now. 1 Peter 1 verse 8. 1 Peter chapter 1 verse 8. Whom having not seen you love, though now you do not see him, yet believing, you rejoice with joy. All right, somebody say joy is a promise. Say it again, say joy is a promise. Say this with me, say lay hold of joy. Say it again, say lay hold of the joy of the Lord. You rejoice with joy, inexpressible and full of glory. All right, there is a joy that cannot be described with words. It cannot be described with, there's a joy in God. There is a joy of the Lord. Now, now look, um, this, this, this may not, like we know this, we know this already. I, I'm going to say it again though. It's not, it's not that we feel this all the time, but there's a joy in God promised in God that, that, that the, you know, that old song, this joy that I have, the world didn't give it to me. The world didn't give it and the world can't take it away. This joy is everlasting. This joy is from God. This joy is a promise. This is the joy of the Lord. And, 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 and when you experience it, when, when, when you know him, there is a joy that you have this world can't give. There is a peace he, we have this world can't give. It does no success can't give it to you. A marriage cannot give you this in and of itself. A person, a family, culture, um, uh, money, prestige, whatever. Uh, some of those things I said are great, but there is a joy from Jesus, the joy of the Lord that is inexpressible and it is full of glory. All right. That, that Greek word inexpressible, 
It's unable, unable to fully describe. Impossible to communicate, convey adequately by words. Unutterable, inexpressible. The joy of the Lord is beyond comprehension. It is not of this world. And the world didn't give it. And the world can't take it away. Come on now. So hallelujah. Jo lay hold of joy now. All right. Lay hold of joy now. Here it is. Here's my next point. All right. We're going to end with this point. Uh, joy is going with you to heaven. Okay. I know that might sound kind of weird like going with me. But this is the point. As we just read. It is everlasting. Everlasting joy. Everlasting joy. Rejoice with joy inexpressible and full of glory. All right. The joy of the Lord. Hallelujah. You will enter eternity with joy. If you even look at how heaven is described, right? Like in, 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 in some of the parables um, where at the parable of the talents, he said, you know, you, you, you've been faithful over a few things. Right? You've been faithful over a few things. God will reward you with much. Enter the joy of the Lord. So that, that, that's a, that, 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 that parable is a representation of heaven that, that when we go to heaven, we're going to enter the joy of the Lord. Speaking of heaven, enter the joy of the Lord. So we got joy now. You can lay hold of it now, but joy is going with you to heaven. All right? You're not going to take a lot of things to heaven that you have right now. You, you, you are not going to take a lot of things to heaven that you have right now. But guess what you're going to take with you is the joy of the Lord. Why? It's, it's, it is. It is. When you are describing, when the word describes the kingdom in three words, it is one third of that. Kingdom of heaven is righteousness, peace, and joy. You're going to cross over into eternity. And joy will not leave you. I, I think we're going to have a little bit more there too. If you, if it, you know what I'm saying? The Bible says there's going to be no more tears there. No more crying there. Hallelujah. Luke 15 verse 7. I got two more verses. Luke 15 verse 7. I say to you that likewise, there will be more joy in heaven. Joy in heaven. Joy in heaven. That's what it said. Be more joy in heaven. There's joy in heaven. Joy here and joy in heaven. Let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. You got joy there? Hey, Lord, how about we get a little bit down here? Come on now. Um, let your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. I say to you that likewise, there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 just, just persons who need no repentance. There's joy, joy in heaven. There's joy in heaven when somebody repents. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Joy transcends this natural world. Why? It's divine in nature. It is divine. The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy. It is divine in nature. It is the joy of the Lord. Transcends time and space. That's why when you go through a trial, joy is there. You may not feel joyful or feel happy but joy does not have to be lost through trauma joy does not have to be lost through trial 
joy. Why? Because joy itself is eternal. It is an eternal, if I can call it an eternal characteristic of God's nature. Hallelujah. So when we find him, joy is there. It's who he is. Amen. I got one more verse. Here it is, Matthew 25, 23. His Lord said to him, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of your Lord. Hallelujah. I'm just gonna review my points, folks, and then we're gonna pray. Joy is a promise from God. Lay hold of joy now. And joy is going with you to heaven. Hallelujah. Let me pray for you. Father, I just thank you, Lord, today for this word. Lord, I pray that we would be aggressive, Lord, in our faith when it comes to joy. Lord, I pray that we would aggressively lay hold of the promises of God. Lord, I pray that when we go through a trial, we wouldn't just, we wouldn't let go of joy. We would, we would, we would, we would press into you, God, into your presence. God, I pray that we would be people that lay hold of the promises of God. Uh, Lord, I just thank you, God, for this joy. I thank you, God, that, that, that this is a promise from you. So God, I pray over everybody today. I pray in the name of Jesus, Lord, that they would truly see this, that they would truly walk in the joy of the Lord, that they would see it for what it says in your word, and they would obtain it, God, by faith, that they would lay hold of what you have promised. God, I pray that we wouldn't be um, lax or lazy when it comes to the promises of God, but I pray, God, that through faith and patience, God, we would inherit the promises. Father God, that we would lay hold of eternal life. God, I pray that in faith, we would reach out our hand in faith and lay hold of what you have promised. God, I pray that the trials and the things of life and the cares of this world, I pray that they wouldn't, um, uh, Lord, choke out God, the seed of the word, or even try to choke or or, 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 or or minimize or shadow the promises of God. But I pray that, God, the promises of God that you've given us would just be stirred in our spirit today. I pray that our faith to lay hold of what you've promised would be stirred in our spirits today. Lord, I pray that every lie of the devil would be exposed. Every onslaught lie of the deceiver would be exposed. And I pray in the name of Jesus that we would rise up in our spirit, that the gift of the Holy Spirit would be stirred in us, God, and that, uh, Father God, we would lay hold of what you have promised. We would, as Isaiah said, we will stir ourselves and lay hold of you and lay hold of the joy of the Lord as we walk through what we're going through. I pray, God, that we would experience this joy that is inexpressible. Father God, I pray that we would be glad with exceeding joy that is inexpressible and full of glory. I pray for that for people, God. If they've been lacking that, if, if they if they they missed that, if that if joy is something of the past, of of maybe even years ago, God. I pray that you would restore, God, the joy of our salvation. 
God, restore it, God. Restore the, the, the joy that is inexpressible. Restore the joy that is beyond comprehension, God. Restore the joy of your salvation, God. The salvation you've given us, restore it to us, God. Let it be restored to your people, God, so, so that we can live out what, what this is truly about. Joy in Jesus, that we will rejoice and again, I say rejoice. God, restore it. Stir it up. Let it bubble up, Father God, from our spirit, from our heart, from our soul, God. Let there spring up a well in us, the Lord, uh, the, the, the presence and glory of God, the joy that is inexpressible, God. Spring it up in us, God. In Jesus' name, I pray. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. Come on, everybody said amen. God bless you. I hope you enjoyed the message. And my prayer is that you will change your world as a result. If you're ever in the LA area, join us for one of our weekend gatherings. And don't forget to follow us on social media. Peace.